Hey friends, are you unsure of what to say on social media or what to even send in your weekly emails? Well, what if creating content could be easy? Would you be looking for a shortcut to creating consistent content? Yes, consistent content, because you know consistency is key. Well, let me tell you, you are not alone when you feel like you're struggling on what to post or what to write in emails. And we know that you have that product part of your business down. But as you're listening to this podcast, you probably already know that to get more people to your products, to buy your products, you need to create great content. Oh, I know, I see. I keep saying content, and that's the dreaded C word. And we can't tell you how many product bosses tell us that they want to create great content for their audience and their customers, but they don't know what to say, or they are so busy, they can't find the time, or they really, really, really don't want to be the face of their brand. Well, no worries, because that's exactly why we created a year of content. It is your shortcut to creating consistent content that resonates with your audience and brings more loyal customers who can't wait to buy your products. If you want to see how easy this is and how easy it is to create content for your audience and your customers, head to www.ayearofcontent.com. Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we help product-based businesses grow their sales and improve their strategies. Hey, everyone. I want to introduce you to my co-host and biz bestie, Mina Kunlo-Sitap, an Amazon guru that has built a multi-six-figure product-based business. In introducing the other half of the product boss, Jacqueline Snyder, she has helped launch and grow over 500 fashion apparel and accessory brands, even one of her own. And together, we share our inventory of secret weapons that will help you dig deep and do the work it takes. Are you ready? Let's build together. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Product Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Snyder, with my awesome co-host, Mina Kunlo-Sitep. Hey, Mina. Hey, Jacqueline. All right, friends, we have an exciting one today. We have a very special guest on for you. We cannot wait to dive into this episode with you because we are going to talk about video, how to use video in your business. I know, hold on, don't jump off and stop listening because you're like, (gasps) video, all my introvert friends out there. But it's going to be fun It's really important. We know it. We've been talking about it for a long time. So we are so excited to have Krista Mayshore on. She has been a top 1% of real estate, of realtors nationwide for 20 years. And she's personally sold over 2,200 homes and averages at about 100 homes a year. Why is this important to all of you? Because she knows how to sell, right? Krista is also the author of of four best-selling books focusing on digital marketing. And she's been featured in Forbes, um, Wall Street Journal, NBC, NBC, Fox, and so many more. So Krista, welcome to the Product Boss Podcast. Thanks for having me, Jacqueline and Mina. I really appreciate it. I'm excited to be here. You guys are crushing it. Oh, thank you. And I wanted <laughs> to actually you. add in that Krista also has a podcast, which is Fired Up with Krista Mayshore. So make sure when you're all... We're going to do this at the end too, but make sure to subscribe to the podcast. Uh, all right. You. So my friend, welcome. So tell us a little bit... Give us a little background on, on your growth as a business owner and what you've done so far. Yeah. So I originally was a teacher and I, I left teaching to be a stay-at-home mom and quickly found out that my bank accounts were drained and my husband was having an affair at the time, my ex-husband. And so I had to like dive into real estate, which is, you know, real estate is a product, right? You're selling your product, your house. You're also selling yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always tell my students, Hey, you're a product, you're a service. People are 
are buying you. So in order for you to stand out, you've got to do something different and be unique. And so of that first year in real estate, I sold 69 homes my first year in the business and did that for 16 years. I've been it for 20 years, but 16 years. And then four years ago, I went into coaching. So now I, I coach professionals how to utilize video and social media to, to really dominate their profession. Yeah, I love that. You are just so attuned to selling and selling. I mean, the biggest thing you can purchase for a lot of us is a home and there's lots of desires and emotions that are attached to that. So same with any product, even when you look at it in a micro scale, right? Why does somebody buy a candle? Why do they buy a piece of jewelry? It has some emotion attached to it, some sort of desire. If they're not solving, you know, the problem is that what they want, the from that particular product. So we're super excited to have you on here. You have just, you really know the nuances of selling. So let's hop right in. So you had mentioned to us before though, that before called that you also have a software coming out, right? Too? Yes. I I have a software coming out that, you know, teaches people how to, it's a CRM basically. And how to stay in front of people that's coming out. And then so, so product, let me just get back to this. So my, my assistant that used to work for me, um, when I was selling homes, she would saw that I was utilizing video. And so she went on her own and started started selling t-shirts. She did $18,000 selling t-shirts, utilizing the strategy that we're going to talk about right now from like, like, you know, never went to college, worked for me, saw what I was doing, learned how to market for me, and then opened up a t-shirt business and did her best month was like 18 grand. So amazing. Yeah. And it, it, from using video, she took video and she put her personality into it and she'd show her making it and show people her kids. And she'd take videos of, you know, the girls, you know, wearing the t-shirts for like bachelor parties and baby things. And it's just, you know, when you utilize, when you utilize video and I, and here's the, I know that you've got a lot of introverts and I know people are probably thinking, well, these guys are extroverts. That's why they have a podcast. Right. But I want you to understand that even if you're introvert and even a little shy, if you're enthusiastic about your product and about your service, right. Your enthusiasm will speak for itself. So, and even if you don't want yourself to be in the videos, you could have other people using your product, using, you know, what you're selling in the videos, because it's just, you know, there's there's so much research about video and conversion rates. And the conversion rates when you use video, for example, Orion 21 reported that a landing page that has video converts at 800% more than a landing page without a video, right? And a landing page is where you send somebody to buy your product, basically. Mm-hmm. Whether it's on Etsy, that's like a landing page. Or whether it's on Shopify, that's basically a landing page. When you have video of your product or service, more conversions. Now I could talk to you for an hour about all the type of stats regarding video that are so similar to that, right? You know, 69% of buyers say that they they viewed a product or service online. And when you use video that the conversions increase. So just video is great. So even if you're nervous about it, you just got to get out of your head because, you know, or have somebody else do it, but use video in your, in your, in your selling. I love that you jumped into that too, because it, you know, sometimes I think we can use it as a crutch. Mina, extreme ex- I'm an extrovert. Intro- yeah, I'm an introvert. introvert. Believe it or not. And can you believe that? I'm tricking people now. <laughs> I am tricking people. You know why? Because I know that video and being an extrovert is simply a muscle. It's not a crutch. So you mm-hmm. have to kind of exercise it and get better at it. It's not an excuse, certainly, but yeah. it will benefit you for all your life. I do want to say really quick to that because, you know, Mina was correcting me a few weeks ago on like, you know, you say you're an, I was like, maybe I'm introverted now because after Mm -hmm. the pandemic, I need to lay down. Like I go out, (laughs) 
Uh-huh. <laughs> it can't like it's so much energy, but I think, you know, we lean on introvert and extrovert as like a, a crutch almost like this is a reason why I won't do it versus like you said, Mina, it's like, it's a muscle that you have to yeah. exercise. And while we may have to, you may have to lay down after yeah. right, to like, it's re- just an energy thing. It's just energy versus how bad do you want to grow your business? Right? Like how bad do you want to make sales? Yeah. Because we're all you better doing believe this. if I have to do burpees and exercise the muscles of my body, the other muscles, <laughs> I will be exhausted it? after. Right? You'll do it Same though, with right? the video muscle. <laughs> well, if you, I haven't challenged you, myself you, with that yet. <laughs> if you interview a thousand people, like yeah. two of the weird people will say they like to do video. We're afraid yeah. of what we look like, what people are going to think about us. Yeah. Are we going to make a mistake? Are they going to judge us? Are they going to give us a bad comment or a review? You know, or... But, you know, there's, there's, so, I don't know who told me this because it wasn't me, but I didn't learn this, but there's, there's four, there's like, there's people that love you, people that, that, that like you, people that hate you and people that don't know you. So having somebody hate you is better than having them not know you. Right. Or even, right. It's, it really is. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like on those levels. And then uh, research also shows that, that the more you see somebody, the more you start to like them. It's the same thing. Like, things, things kind of wear on you. Right. And when you see video of how you can utilize the products, think about your product. And there's probably a lot of different ways that you could use it that people don't think about. Well, show them, show them through the video and paint a picture, right? People buy stories and they buy lifestyles and they buy. So paint a story around your product. You'll sell so much more. So good. So let's jump into video. What would you, what are your strategies around this? How did you get your assistant selling $18,000 worth of clothing showing up on video? Yeah. In a month. She just like, she just did what I just said. Right. So she started creating the, creating the shirts. She would engage. I I call it engagement marketing. She'd engage the community with like, what do you like to see or what shirts do you want to make? And, and so she'd engage them and then she'd show like, for example, she was really into bridal and babies. So she would show like the brides and show them, you know, at the bachelor party and show them at the park and show them doing the, the picture, the photo shoots, wearing the shirts. Right. And then she'd show the babies. She'd make little cute little baby clothes, you know, little baby onesies and things. And she'd show the babies and put cute little hats on and, and she'd take video. So people started to like see themselves in, in this clothing through video. And it was so powerful. And she was really good about, you know, she had a really great marketing eye, you know, very, she was very creative. So she would just position things well. And it's, it's funny because she did that for a long time and she did, she did so well, she got burnt out. And now <laughs> she's just staying on. She's like, I'm making too much money. It's too much work. <laughs> Right. But now she has utilized the skill of video and I bet you anything that she could you tap into that superpower again. Right. So something where, I mean, video will only help you. So I love that because she really showed the products in action. She attached a story to it. I think especially with small businesses, because, you know, people want to support small businesses. You do have to attach a story. It Mm -hmm. sometimes becomes the reason why they buy. It's like, oh, I'm buying it because it's from a small business. And this person literally made this, but I also can use it in my lifestyle and and, and I know how to use it too. It's, we call it connecting the dots. And you pretty much said the same version of that. Yeah. Another in my community, she's, she's, I was coaching her and she was, she has a little clothing store. And so she takes videos of all the, you know, of the girls in the clothing and wearing the hats and doing all that. And it's just like, and I watch them. I find my, I, I literally have watched her videos and gone in and bought, I, oh my God, I love that. You've know, gone in and got it. Cause it looks more, it's real, you know, it's real. Uh-huh. So it, it, uh, it does work. And, and I, and I, I like, I love what you said, Mina, about it's a muscle and anything can be learned, right? Like is you, you can follow a recipe and there's, there's the five easy video. You want to try to be engaging 
You want to encourage people to take action. You want to be entertaining if you can. Can you somehow be funny or make your videos funny or use your product or service in a funny way, right? You want to educate. And there's one more I can't think of right now, but (laughs) (laughs) my brain. You want something with any. (laughs) Educate. Oh, excite. You want to be exciting. So, Mm -hmm. and like, like you said, Mina, you know, maybe you are, aren't an introvert. You said a lot of your listeners are, but can you be excited about your product? Can you be excited about how your product can like change lives? And if you take yourself out of the equation and you really think about how your product or service can serve people and help people and just like make it about the people and about the product and not about you, you can do anything, right? It just takes, it just takes practice and takes work. Just like us on this podcast. It's not easy. You know, I mean, like we're, it's, it, we have to work at it, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I used to hate my voice. I know that you don't, that our podcast isn't our faces, but we are also very visible on social media and, you know, through our courses, you know, a point that you brought up, which is really interesting, which I want everyone to do is also another, well, take your ego out of it, right? So many times we think that when people watching us on video, that they're thinking about us, they're not thinking about us. They're thinking about themselves. They're like, what's in this for me? Like, how are you showing up for me? What are you telling me that's necessary for me to know? So I think when people, if you all could shift your mindset around, you know, thinking like they're watching you, like they're watching some sort of TV show and you're supposed to be, I don't know, Jessica Alba on TV. That's not it. They want to be like, if I'm going to give you my 15 seconds, 30 seconds, three minutes, 10 minutes, whatever it is, tell me what I need to know to make my life better, to meet a desire, to meet a need. You know, so I think it's it's a lot of removing of yourself and being generous to your to your customers. Yeah, hook them. You want to hook them. Think about what problems do you solve. How can you move people away from pain and more towards pleasure? Like, why are they buying your your product? Like, what is it? How is it going to change their life? And create your content around that. Like, what it will do. You know, what it will do for them. People. People love, like, think about how much competition there's. If you let's just take real estate. It's one of the most competitive industries in the world, right? There's, um. 87% of agents fail within the first five years of being in, in the industry because it's so easy to, to enter. And so I have been using video in my marketing for like over 10 years and I've been the top 1%. And now I can even actually, I'm still selling homes and they don't even, I don't even talk to a buyer or talk to a seller. I just produce video content and my brother goes in and acts as me. Like that's how well video works to promote a product. And then I show how I, how with the homes, right? We, we're literally doing, we're painting a story with the home. And we're really using video. If you look at a video or just a picture, which one are you going to buy? You know, you're going to, you could make an educated decision if you had to buy a home with the video and say, Hey, without seeing it, but you can't do that from a picture really. Oh, I mean, it is so true, right? I mean, a video is just, it, you, you can't fake a video. A lot yes. of times you, as a person, you, you have to be authentic. So people kind of kind of gauge and raise their hand if they like you or not. And it's okay if people don't like you. They'll just find somebody else. No big deal. You know? And so I think that it's so true that people don't really I mean, you said that you kind of came upon your friend's boutique and ended up buying stuff. That's how people approach social Mm -hmm. media. They're not going there thinking, I'm going to critique all these people. They're going there thinking, I'm just going to go peruse, you know, do whatever, socialize. You know, they have 99 other problems, right? Or 99 (laughs) other things that they have in their brain. And then you hook them, like what Krista said, and you get them to watch. And then all of a sudden they're buying and they don't even, they didn't even come there for that. That's why it's called interruption marketing. A lot of times with video and Facebook and, and Instagram is that it interrupts what they're, you know, what they're currently thinking and doing it, but they are definitely not there to scrutinize you. And I think that that's what 
we sometimes we think that and we approach it that way, but I think that's step one. And definitely it's going to be okay. Those people are not there to really, they didn't come there to even see you. <laughs> I think I would encourage your listeners to think about like, like think about, you know, when you see straw hat pizza and you, they show the pizza and it's like the cheese is going over, right? Like you're like, man, I want some pizza. Okay. Yeah. It's it, that's how you're so, so think about you as a consumer, how, what will make you more likely to buy and then put your product in that same, that same light and think, okay, you know, especially if you're, you're, you know, a local business and you are selling some like candles. I mean, you like, there's so many cool things you could do with candles and show them how you can use them in the house and outside and in the bathrooms. And is there's just so many things that, that you could do. It just video just paints a picture. It tells a story, right? Facts tell um, stories sell. So try to tell a story with your, with your product. Hey friends, are you unsure of what to say on social media or what to even send in your weekly emails? Well, what if creating content could be easy? Would you be looking for a shortcut to creating consistent content? Yes, consistent content, because you know consistency is key. Well, let me tell you, you are not alone when you feel like you're struggling on what to post or what to write in emails. And we know that you have that product part of your business down. But as you're listening to this podcast, you probably already know that to get more people to your products, to buy your products, you need to create great content. Oh, I know, I see. I keep saying content, and that's the dreaded C word. And we can't tell you how many product bosses tell us that they want to create great content for their audience and their customers, but they don't know what to say, or they are so busy. They can't find the time, or they really, really, really don't want to be the face of their brand. Well, no worries, because that's exactly why we created a year of content. It is your shortcut to creating consistent content that resonates with your audience and brings more loyal customers who can't wait to buy your products. If you want to see how easy this is and how easy it is to create content for your audience and your customers, head to www.ayearofcontent.com. And it can be simple. So none of us are telling you to go produce an entire video. It could, you know, it like I had a client that just over a thousand followers, not a huge, not a huge following on, on social media. She posted her very first reel yesterday. Super proud of her. And it was just a shirt hanging on a chandelier, swaying with some beautiful music. She has 3000 views so far in less than 24 hours, which if you think about that, that's double the amount of followers that she has. So some of that's organic traffic that's engaging with the people. And that's assuming that Instagram has shown it to all thousand people, right? So it could be something as simple as that, but what was it? It was a beautiful chandelier. It was a well-lit room. It was a beautiful garment that was just kind of hanging in the music and it just engaged them. So I want you all to not worry too much about, you know, anything massively produced while you can do that. There's just the idea of visually being able to see the thing three-dimensional or experiencing it. Like you could set up a bubble bath, light your candle, have some pretty music, you've set a mood. And then now all these people that are watching are like, oh, I'd love to take a bubble bath right now and light some (laughs) candles, Mm -hmm. right? Even seeing the light flicker. You know, yeah. the candlelight flicker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's actually research that <laughs> engaging content actually outperforms overproduced content. So just be engaging. Like what you just said is perfect, you know? Yeah, be engaging. So another thing that you you help your students with and on your podcast is how entrepreneurs can gain a massive digital footprint. So would you mind kind of breaking that down a little bit? Yeah, so we teach people how to... So basically, so, so I utilize social media in conjunction with video. And I take, I use paid content 
to get my myself out there, you know, so people can see me. So right now with these with online, what's happening is, is because these algorithms, whether it be Facebook or TikTok or Instagram, you know, they're getting getting visibility organically. You get about zero to two percent organic visibility. So as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, if you pay to have people pay attention, right, you pay to play, you know, these these sites, they want your money. So if you pay them to market online, then you're being seen by the masses. This is actually a what I talked about at Funnel Hacking Live, it's a digital marketing conference. Russell's like, what do you do before you drive traffic to your, to your, to Shopify or to Etsy? Like, how do you get them there? Okay. And I, and how I get them there is I create video content and then I pay ads, pay, use paid ads to get it to where my whole community sees me. Because right now what happens is, is the algorithms only put you in front of people that are already engaging. So for example, Jacqueline and me and our friends, they're, they're engaging and talking to each other. So Facebook goes, okay, they know each other. Let me put more content in front of them. You want everybody else to see you, including your, your friends and family, right? So the idea is, is to put your, your product in front of people. That's why McDonald's markets during the Super Bowl, which is the most expensive time because they want to put their product in front of as many eyes as possible. So it's just a marketing strategy. And you could, if it's on a local level, you know, you could spend $250 a month and get like, you know, hundreds of thousands of views, right? And, and we, we teach people how to get, you know, 300, 600 hours of watch time on one video that they produce uh, or how to get, you know, thousands of engagements in a week just by marketing locally online. I love that. I mean, that we really are starting to see this hybrid of online and offline. And I think that anybody that owns a product business can utilize this strategy, right? Because even if you don't have a local brick and mortar, for example, or you're not like a local uh, real estate agent, you can certainly collaborate with somebody who's local. There's lots of small businesses that they're collaborating that perhaps it's a pop-up shop or it's a co-branded item. So if it's brought to you like Laura Salodan is an example of one of those. She owns a jewelry company. She does have a brick and mortar though, but she brings in designers that she collaborates with and all those new eyes come in at a local level and at an online level. So really thinking about that hybrid of online and offline, and then this is the way that you get those new eyes, right? So not only are you getting new eyes locally, which is kind of like hyper-focused, but then that potentially has, it's like a concentric circle you're reaching so many more people because it's someone who's that never even knew you existed before they saw that video. You can do it like online nationally too. So for example, like I have, I sell my books online and I sell my coaching service online. We've done over $20 million in under four years online from this exact strategy, right? So the first point of contact would be, I'd sell my book online and then that brings them into my world and then now we remarket to them. And it was the same way. I don't just sell my book at first. First, I create content to get them interested in it. And then I say, okay, now you like this content. Now, would you like to buy the book, right? Mm -hmm. So, and you can really go after people's interests. So if people, let's just say somebody's selling yoga gear, or you could, you could target people that like yoga, right? Or, and so that your ads nationally only get seen to people that are interested in what you like. So it's really, really important that your people understand who their client avatar is, like who are they going after? What are their wants, their desires, their needs, their fears, their socioeconomic, where do they shop? What do they like to do? Like The more they know about their client avatar and how their product or service can relate to that, the more they'll be able to target them specifically to show up in their news feeds, which will save them you know, a lot of money and give them just massive amounts of exposure to the right people. Right. We, and we, you know, we do a lot of organic marketing 
for everyone here, you know, we talk about it a lot. And then Mina and I run ads exactly the same way that you do. A lot of times with product, the hardest part, do you is your book physical? Like you sell the physical yeah. book or is it digital? Not both. Yeah. So, you know, like when you're running an ad, look, you know, Krista has this back end where she can sell content to. Look how beautiful that is. <laughs> so a lot of times with ads, we also tell people, you know, they have to have a cart value that pays for the ad, that pays for the customer acquisition because there is a cost to the goods plus shipping. So if they're selling, you know, $5 bracelets, it has to be a certain amount to make it worth the ad. But do you in your course or what you teach, do you teach them how to do it themselves or do you recommend hiring an agency? So if anyone out there is thinking, okay, maybe I do want to run ads, maybe this would work for my business. How do you kind of get people started in there? I teach them how to do it themselves. Okay. Yeah. And one good thing for your, I don't know if you guys know this, but you, you guys should sure do, but Russell was talking about, he's one of my mentors. Like when you have a product or service, like instantly adding an upsell, right? So like they do it and then they get like bonus or something like that. I'm sure you guys know that, but yeah. Figured, oh, yeah Anyone better. that came in on our email list, they've got an upsell, an OTO. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They've been sure in our click funnel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People listening, make sure they know too, right? It's like, yeah. hey, because we offered the book and they're like, would you like a book bundle? So the first one is one book. Then I, we offer, would you like a book bundle where you get all of them? and Raise the cart value. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So make sure they do that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a good point. Like, and and we do that even with any of you with the idea of like when they're checking out. So let's say you're not running ads, but they're checking out. You might do a cross sell or an upsell. Like, Hey, we had a client do baby skincare and on every single before checkout, it popped up and was like for it's normally $15 crossed out for $10, one time offer. You can add this to your cart. Yeah. And she had almost everybody clicked it because they're like, yep, that's easy. Yep. I get Mm -hmm. a discount. So that's a great, great, great point. Yeah. And you don't have to use software like ClickFunnels. That's not really in the that's for, product that's world, digital. but that's for our service, you know, the product boss service world, but you can do a similar thing with Shopify. So for example, mm-hmm. if it's not a landing page, like just like Jacqueline said, when they're checking out, you can use applications like bold upsell is one, for example, that it, after they purchase it unlocks a special offer and you can have it to a specific product. Let's say, you know, they have to buy this particular bundle in order to, hey, you've unlocked a secret you know, bonus. Would you like to add this? And then it adds it to the order. Um, and so you're, you're basically cross-selling or upselling them and, or downselling. You could actually downsell them too. So it's a good way for you to get your average cart value up, even in the product sense, because no matter what, you will need to get your average cart value up to pay for, let's say you give free shipping at a certain threshold. So it's not just in the service-based world. It's not just ClickFunnels. It's definitely in the the product world as well. How do you like, I I will buy stuff online, like makeup or whatever. And then they're like, oh, would you like this cream? And then, would you like this cream? Like they're constantly upselling. I'm just like, my God, how many more times? (laughs) Would you like three months worth instead? Yes, I would. Thank you. And you know, that's such a good point about the digital footprint and the idea of running ads. So I think what I want all of you to take from this conversation is also how are you acquiring customers? Because anyone that's solely relying on social media, we'd love for you to do video. Instagram has straight up said in order to get in front of new people, Reels is the way right now to get in front of new people. Otherwise, if you're just posting content in your feed or in your stories, it's only going to 2%. Before you go out and do a bunch of Reels, that was before now, since then they've said video. So they dubbed themselves a video platform. So it's not exclusively reels anymore. It's a video. So even if you just start doing reels and video, I know there's some people that don't have reels access, for example, like, so, like shop one and five, yeah, like shop one and five, but a <laughs> lot of people actually, you know, yeah. so if you don't have that, just start doing video however you can, because it is a video platform now. 
So, so that's the point, right? So we have to think about customer acquisition. So all of you, and you all know, we teach this in multi-stream machine is multiple streams of revenue, which also brings visibility. So if you're selling wholesale, you're in front of more eyes. If you're going to, you know, in-person trade shows, you're in front of more eyes. And then if you can do ads, but the idea here is that you're showing up. If people who say they love in person, they're not realizing that they're magnetic, that people are coming to them. They're coming to the way that they're presenting their product. And so you can easily transfer that online and connect deeply with your customers. Yeah. And also think about what's the lifetime value of a customer, right? Even if at first, you know, maybe you, you don't make as much or you break even, or even maybe you even lose a little bit. If you know the lifetime value of that, of that customer is, you know, far succeeds that, then it makes it worth it to go ahead and market. So it's really important to know those numbers too, I think with what you guys are doing. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So that means like over, you know, you guys can break it down by, you know, a year and how many times they'll come back and buy and then how much that's worth it to you because you may, you may have a loss at the very first order, but if this person's a repeat buyer, then that's their lifetime value. And then you can extend out from there. So such a good point. So what would be some advice, Krista, that you have on people that want, I know that they, that they are, they're starting to do video and they've dipped their toe into it, but is there a particular cadence or consistency or is it just a whole bunch of video all the time? What is it that you would recommend that they do or try to bite off? Consistency is really the key, right? Because it just takes people time. Research shows that the more people see something, the more likely they are to click and the more likely they start to like things, right? So you want to be really, really consistent. What I see a lot of marketers do and a lot of um, people that are selling anything do is they don't see the results right away. So they stop, right? Just keep on doing it. Consistency is key. I would say you've got to commit to consistently producing content correctly so you can make a connection so you can convert more clients and customers, right? That nice. Oh my gosh. I love it. Yeah. But I mean, you do like (laughs) like you're going to, you've got to commit to it. You got to give it the time it takes. You got to be consistent about it. And you, if you do that, you're going to make a connection. So you'll, you'll convert eventually, but most people are three feet from gold and they just stop too soon. So just keep going. Um, believe in yourself, look in the mirror and say, I got this before I go and remind yourself that anything can be learned and taught and that, you know, you're going to be attracting the right type of video. Marketing is attraction, right? So your goal is to attract the right customer. The one that you're not meant to attract, it's fine. You're going to detract them and don't, they won't waste your, you know, your time, but the ones that are attracted to you, your marketing and through video will help them, you know, will help you with that much, much more than just a regular picture. <laughs> oh, so, so many nuggets there. I think you're all going to have to rewind and listen to that again, because mm-hmm. that was so good. I love all of what you've said, you know, in terms of the tier of people who love you all the way to people who don't know you, it's way better to be hated versus, you know, people not knowing you the idea of like converting people and attracting them and, and really trying to do that. So just thank you so much for sharing all of this wisdom with our listeners. Would you mind telling them how they can connect with you? Yes. Thank you so much for having me and Jacqueline. I really appreciate it. It's awesome. You guys can read my book if you want the ultimate marketing playbook. So it's some ultimate marketing, the, the, the ultimate digital marketing playbook for dominating your area. And then they can just go to kristamayshore.com and uh, there's a bunch of free resources on there. And just, I had a great time. You guys are awesome, ladies. Amazing. Everything will be yeah. the show notes. <laughs> everything will be in the show notes. It was so exciting. You are just amazing. And we so appreciate you being on here. Thanks so much, Krista. Oh, thank you guys. Everyone have a great day. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Thank you for being here and listening all the way through the Product Boss Podcast. If you love our show and it has helped you in any way in your business, would you mind doing two things for us? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. 
Reviews help other product entrepreneurs know that this is the place to be to grow their businesses and realize that they're not alone. And we know that you all know that a five-star and honest review helps you sell more products to more people. So you know that your reviews help us reach more listeners around the world. Remember, what we give is what we receive. And we are all about helping each other in the product boss community. We are all in this together. We would be so appreciative of you if you could take the time right now to subscribe, leave a review, and even share this episode on social or someone you know so we can impact more lives. And remember, subscribing means that you will get notified each time we release a new episode so you never miss a thing. You have helped us grow and climb into the top 10 of all marketing podcasts and together we can keep climbing. Thank you, friends. And remember, there is room at the top for all of us. This episode is brought to you by the Shop One in Five Pledge and Small Business Shopping Directory. It's a commitment to make one in five of your purchases from a small business online or offline. So head to shoponeinfive.com to take the pledge. And friend, while you are there, check out and shop from hundreds of small businesses in the Small Business Shopping Directory. It's the go-to directory to discover, support, and shop small businesses all in one place. Head to shop1in5.com.